It's Monday. It's time to light it up. I'm Paul Artale. This is the Fiercely Successful Podcast, the podcast that gets us motivated to go after our dreams harder and with more ferocity than we did the week before. Gotta love my intro music this week. It is called The Light It Up Boy by Michael Ramirez C. Hey, I'm still looking for a theme song. If you have uh, any theme songs in mind, any great stock music, because all great podcasts have stock music to open the show. Or you're a musician and you want to show me some sweet tunes of yours. Hey, get in contact with me and we'll make that happen. But love it. Love the light it up. Love the music. And I am just excited here to be here for another week. And shout out to my crew for all the the questions and the answers and 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 you know those that have already liked, subscribed, downloaded the podcast, all those good things, leaving the comments on all the different platforms. It's much appreciated. Please keep doing that. Please keep sharing the podcast with your friends. I know there's others out there that need the inspiration and big shout out to my man michael from denver who emailed me this week uh not just to say that he liked the podcast although you know that's never a bad thing but michael actually had a question and his question was paul how do you stay motivated especially during these crazy times and i actually will be addressing how to stay motivated in an upcoming episode but i will i'll give you the the tidbit, the the sample, the amuse-bouche, as they would say. And, you know, in terms of motivation, it really does start with your why and figuring out why you're doing what it is you set out to do. You have to have the purpose in tow. If you don't have the purpose in tow, then all that other stuff fades away. And when you're feeling down, you hit a roadblock then you are going to need to have that why in your mind to understand and to motivate you to keep going. So if your why is your family, you know, or let's be more specific to build a better life for your family, financial freedom for you and your family, then when you're down in that, down in the dumps there, when you're facing that challenge, then looking at that why and revisiting it and the emotions, because there's emotions tied to it, that's what's going to get you uh, motivated to keep going. Or at least that's one of the key building blocks in it. So thank you, Michael, for the question. Keep the questions coming. You can reach me at Paul, that's P-A-U-L, at paulartale.com. That's P-A-U-L-A-R-T-A-L-E. We'll put it in the show notes as well this week. But this week, speaking of challenges and motivation, I think, and hitting roadblocks, this week, really want to... uh, Think about. Uh, I want you to think about how do you how do you react when you you hit those roadblocks. But in thinking about that this week, because there was a lot of minor roadblocks I had this week, and I thought of one of the first games I coached at the college level. I was, I was an intern at the University of Toronto. And we had a a coach there, Coach House, lovely guy, loved Coach House, and uh, we were playing. I forget who we were playing that week. No, we were playing Laurier, and. Uh, so Wilfred Laurier and and we were down in the first quarter and I just remember Coach Howes turning to the players, the defensive line and some of the players that were around him and said, did, did you think this was going to be easy? Right. He was like, 
why did you think it was easy, right? And this is hard, hard, you know, this is, this is the challenge. We have to overcome it. And that's always kind of stuck with me, right? Those, those, those famous words or those words that stuck with me is, you know, whenever we have a challenge, instead of maybe feeling like we're, we've had a setback or, or getting sort of throwing ourselves a pity party, for me, I always ask myself that question. Well, did you think it was going to be easy? Because here's the deal. If you thought it was going to be easy, then you're either misinformed or you're not shooting high enough. Now, if you're not shooting shooting high enough, you probably don't have a motivation problem. And if, and if you do, well, that, that that's a whole other that's a whole other breed. And that's a whole other issue. But generally speaking, you wanted something worth doing. You got to go out and get it. It's not going to be easy. It's the old cliche, nothing worth doing, nothing worth achieving is easy. And it's a cliche, and I don't like spouting it. But, hey, there's truth in it because we know that the, the things we're most proud of often come out of overcoming some sort of challenge or pushing us, ourselves to a limit that we we didn't know that we could do, right? I just watched – I finished watching uh, a season – of the show alone it's on netflix the season we watched they were in the arctic right so it's 10 people left in the arctic to survive on their own and that again did you think it was going to be easy and these people were pushing themselves beyond their limits for a what i believe was a five hundred thousand dollar cash prize but again when i was looking i was like man these people are really pushing themselves and even within you know those that persevered and went the furthest acknowledge the challenge but also but also acknowledge that they were going to have setbacks and they were able to deal with the setbacks because they maintained a, l a more level head and i don't want to get too much into the show but again they knew that it wasn't going to be easy going in they had their why almost everybody to a t was getting wanted the money to make some sort of major turnaround in their lives and that's what they kept going but when they had a setback like an animal ate their food or you know their shelter almost burnt down they, instead of com complaining or or letting fear overtake them, kept pushing forward and just in their minds kept looking at, hey, how do I redirect? How do I find another food source? How do I repair this so I can move on? Because they knew it would not be easy. They expected challenges, even if they did not know what the challenges were. And so that's one of my first points I want to reinforce out of that story is that when you're going after your dream, that goal, that conquest, that you need to expect it to be difficult. It's going to be difficult. So go in with that mindset because when you come up against the challenge, even though the challenge, the specific challenge may surprise you, it might not be something you saw coming, you're already prepared in your head that something's going to happen that's going to try and keep you from achieving your goal. And if you have that mindset, it to me, it, it turns on a switch. It turns on a switch that says that 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 says I'm in a problem-solving mode. I am in a critical thinking mode. I am not in the emotional reactive mode that will probably take me back. So you need to expect it to be difficult. And here's the other part that comes with it. Difficult is okay. It's fine that something is difficult. I think sometimes we, we, we paint difficulty and a challenge and adversity as a negative thing. Right? If you watch movies, it's always the villain is the adversity. The disease is the adversity. We always see it as something really negative. But honestly, it can be a good thing. Adversity 
being hard, difficulty is what challenges us to be better. It exposes us to new experiences, which then requires us to learn new techniques, utilize new technologies, just grow as an individual in order to under overcome those challenges. So it's okay to have that difficulty. It's like you have to accept it, right? You just have to accept that it's going to be pain. Like when I played football, I didn't like to run. And trust me, if you watch filming me running, it shows. But, you know, I knew that going in that it was going to be not something I didn't want to do and I wasn't necessarily fond of and that I'm not a speedy guy, but I had to find a way. It was going to be hard to play college football without the greatest speed, but you find a way. And, you know, to use a more recent example from my life, right, I, you know, about six months ago, I obtained my PhD and I went in expecting it to be difficult because you got to understand my background. Not only is a PhD difficult to get for in general, but I didn't have an academic background going in. Right. I mean, my master's program was in education, K-12 education. The folks in my master's cohort were, were lovely people, but they were mainly teachers Either they were teachers who were just trying to get a master's so they could get more pay and and or they were coaches, fellow coaches. Uh, I, I got my master's at an institution where I also coached football. They were coaches who were taking care of the benefit and they needed a master's degree so that as they continued in the coaching ranks, a master's would allow them to teach courses in future jobs. It would give them a little bit more leverage in the job market. And, you know, all due respect, it wasn't the most academic program. It didn't push you to publish. There was no research coming out of that university. And now here I am at a, doing a PhD at a, a top institution, and people have publications to their name, and they have they, they know the field way better than I do. I'm just like this happy-go-lucky ex-football coach in there. And it, it was hard, but you know what? So I expected it not to be easy, both and not just in terms of the achievement, but sometimes you got to think about the difficulty is not in what you're going after because, you know, I was confident that I could learn the material Okay, I was confident that I could make intellectual connections, that I was a smart guy. But there's the emotional piece of, right, sometimes we're, we're going after dreams and we're often stepping into worlds that are unfamiliar to us. I wasn't from the academic world. I wasn't even from the student affairs world, right? I didn't come from that the world that most of the folks in my cohort did. And to give you some background, usually you went to a master's program. Uh, my, my, my PhD is in higher education, so the, the route for a lot of people is they go to a master's program in higher education or student affairs, and they have these cohorts, and they have all these networks, and they have ties to the institution that you go to, and they have all these great things, and then they go get their PhD so they can be a dean. I didn't have any of that, right? I mean, my, my entry into working in colleges was through football. So I'm in there, and I'm in this world where I don't know the culture. I don't know the expectations. I never quite felt like I fit in, but you know what? That was okay. I really made peace with that. I made peace with it. I got rid of the negative voices in my head. And at some point, you know, if, if you go back to a couple episodes ago, you know, the, the four F's to success, the last F was F it, right? I just said, F it. I'm going to go after this and, and not let the challenges really set me back, which for me, you know, the biggest challenge was doing statistical analysis because you got to understand I barely passed 12th grade math. I got the mercy pass because I went to extra tutoring after after school and the teacher rewarded me and kind of gave me the, the one mercy point to pass me. And here I am at PhD level doing statistical analysis. And on top of that, I actually took an extra statistics course on top of my requirements to, to really ingrain that. And it was hard and it was scary, but you know what? It was okay. I didn't let the fear burn me. I just stayed with it. And, you know, just to reinforce that last point, 
difficulty is where the growth is, right? It's through me, in those cases, let's, let's stay with the PhD story, through me sticking with those statistics courses and learning and getting my butt kicked, not going to lie, and not figuring and watching many a YouTube video to explain sometimes the most minute, basic stuff for those that really get this stuff. Um, but that's what made me grow. That's what allowed me to articulate and to be a much better researcher. So you got to understand that difficulty and adversity takes to takes you to a place where you got to dig deep and you got to find another gear, you got to find another level, you got to create a whole other muscle group, a whole other skill set sometimes that you didn't know you had but when you come out of it, you come out of it so much stronger than you ever thought you could be. I mean, I can remember the day after my very first football day of football tryouts in high school and I remember just parts of my neck and back hurting like like muscles pain like muscle tightness and cramping because I had never used those muscles right I had never you know had to bowl my 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 neck up to, to make sure I didn't break my neck on a tackle right so all those muscles never got used before and you know I, I sort of had to I say this tongue-in-cheek but dig deep in a different area right I, I kind of developed a muscle set and a set of a uh, set of muscles that I didn't know I even had that I didn't even know existed. And that's what difficulty does. It makes you develop a new set of skills, a new set of muscles metaphorically that you didn't know you had until it forced you to go after them. And that's what I want you to think about that. And here's the last part. When I'm talking about difficulty, you know, listen, quite often, sometimes difficulty comes out of the gate, but more often than not, difficulty, the greatest adversities are somewhere in the middle of your journey. Yeah, they pop up at all points. I'm not going to lie about that. But I always find that it's it's somewhere in the middle of your journey when you kind of overcome the first the first little bit of awkwardness when you start out and you start to get into a bit of a rhythm. You get a little bit of confidence. You get that swagger. You get that mojo. And then, boom, something's there. And, you, and that's the moment that makes you think, man, I don't know what's happening. I don't know how I, if I can get around this, right? So expect it to happen somewhere in the middle. And it's that middle point. That's where the gut check comes in. And that's where you need to sort of know in your mind, mentally prepare yourself for how you're going to deal with adversities and difficulties. And there's two ways I want you to do that. Number one, I want you to just think about what are some alternate scenarios that could happen. And I think it's just it, it's 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 backup planning, right? It's 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 the worst case scenario. It's having plan. Plan A is your you always we always create plan A. But what's plan B and C? Right. What's plan B, C, and D? If this happens, then what that does what happens after that? What are you going to do? See if you can do a little bit of forecasting. Don't go too obsessive into it because then you start taking your eye off the prize. But just think about what are some practical things that could happen as you're going along your journey and how are you going to react? Because sometimes those things happen, and in that moment, if you if you've forecasted it properly and it happens, you've already got a game plan. So that's the first thing you, you can do. And the second thing is knowing that it's going to come. Just ex just by accepting that you're going to face an adversity in the middle, that's fine. But I always say, prepare your your kit, your your go tos. Where where are you going to look to? Have, have you built your bench of of people that can help you in your journey? Have you built your bench of places you can go to for information? Right, like think about building that out because even though you might not know what the specific instance is going to be, if you have people or resources you can you can access quickly, that will help you overcome that challenge quicker. So. Did you think it was going to be easy? I hope not, because at some point, anything worth doing is going to have a challenge. It's going to have a difficulty, but that's okay. That's where the beauty is. Remember that 
Nothing we're doing is easy as the old cliche goes. You got to expect it to be hard. Hard is okay. Difficulty is okay because that is where the growth is. And when it happens on a timeline, I can guarantee you that it will almost always happen in the middle on your quest, somewhere in the heart of it. Prepare for it as best you can. That is what I got to say this week. That is the, or this is the Fiercely Successful Podcast. I'm Paul Artale. Please like and subscribe to this uh, to this uh, podcast. Make sure you comment, review it, do all the things that would help me out. Go to www.paulartale, it's P-A-U-L-A-R-T-A-L-E.com to uh, check out me as a motivational speaker. And of course, email me at paul at paulartale.com if you got questions, comments about this podcast or questions you want answered. I want to know what you have to say. And of course, if you're a musician, hey, give me some theme music. I need some tunes to open this thing up. It's Monday. Let's go after it harder than we did the week before. And if it gets difficult, don't worry. You got it. It's okay. It's part of the process. It'll make you better. Have a great week.